Call Her Daddy fan club covering episode 44. Girls he fugs or fugs. <laughs> I mean, I, I think I can say that on here. Yes. Um, it's just writing it out. That's a little bit controversial for the public, I guess. Versus girls he dates. So Call Her Daddy starts out by saying this is the last episode, which was not true. Um, they talk about their friendship and how they've been through it all. They're going to be besties till the day they die. They're going to be in the nursing home together. They're going to be at each other's graves. And um, in some time, I don't know how much time after this, doesn't matter, but their friendship ended. And it kind of makes you think about putting conditional terms on your relationships. You know, you think about everyone, every single person in your life that they're going to be in your life forever. And it may feel like that with a friend, a partner, family member. And there's nothing wrong with that. Good relationships that make you feel good, that help you, you know, release those natural hormones, dopamine. Um, actual intimate relationships help you release oxytocin, which is a feel-good hormone. And so is dopamine, um, which is a catecholamine. Um, for those of you who don't, who don't know me, I'm, I am a registered nurse. I have a master's degree in science. I know a lot about the human body, but I also am a dancer uh, or as a lot of people like to say, a stripper. Um, I claim myself as an entertainer, but I do have a lot of this um, knowledge of the human body and knowing that specific behaviors that we do lead to specific hormones and emotions felt, hormones being released and emotions felt, okay? So when you hold this conditional expectation of a relationship in your life, I mean, that is going to lead to hardship. That is going to lead to heartbreak. It's going to lead to sadness, depression. If that friendship or relationship or whatever it is, when it falls apart or when someone dies, you know, we all die as human beings. It is natural to die. Okay. And it's such a good example that Alex and Sophia talk about how close they are and how much they love each other. And I'm sure they had an amazing friendship and that they, you know, got along very well. But when it comes to certain things that we hold a lot of friction for, uh, like in this instance, is money. And, you know, I could be talking completely out of context. I don't know their lives. I don't know them personally. Maybe they are still friends. But according to social media and everything they post online, they're not friends anymore which is absolutely fine. This is so funny that this is um, one of the first things they talk about in this episode because I actually just ended a friendship with um, an amazing woman, super amazing woman, super gorgeous, inside and out. Um, There was so many good qualities about her. She was fun. She was accepting. She was compassionate. She showed me a lot of characteristics of what a healthy friendship is. As soon as I got a boyfriend, as soon as I found a man in my life that was amazing and that met a lot of my standards and I was getting those needs met, she knew how much I I suffered because of being single and how long I suffered. And it's not the time or whatever. Me suffering when I did and when I do suffer is my own fault and it is my own responsibility it's my responsibility and it's your responsibility to take um, care of your emotions and the way you feel you should feel good all the time 
and I say should, would, and could in conditional times when it comes to peace and when it comes to your emotions and aspects of the human body. When we're born as babies, we are joyful, we are happy, we love ourselves, we don't discriminate against ourselves, we do not put ourselves down because of the way our body looks, um, the way our face looks. And as adults, uh, growing up as humans, we were taught by a bunch of different sources, religion, uh, family, school system, TV, um, social media now, um, what other friends, other people around us say. We learn all of these things that build us up to hate ourselves. And that's not natural. It's not our true natural state, okay? Our natural state is to love ourselves and love everyone regardless, you know? A baby doesn't discriminate against um, a person. And um, a baby is completely themselves. And when I say a baby, I'm talking about me, myself, you uh, as well. We were all babies one day. And we've grown up and have been taught certain things about relationships and how they are to be conditional and um in this aspect between alex and sophia i don't know the full story i haven't covered up to that episode yet but from what i've seen on social media and online is that there was a deal between each other or between the company and the podcast um i know that alex got 60 million dollar um contract and sophia she originally asked for a million dollar contract and i i don't know the full story that it's crazy that they talk about how their friendship, their ride or die. But then when it comes to a monetary or social aspect about money, they lost their friendship. Instead of focusing on the positive aspects of their relationship, they focus on one or two negative aspects of their relationship and it ended. And again, I could be completely wrong. I don't know the full story. And who knows, maybe they still are friends. Uh, but as you know, as I've seen everything online, they're not friends anymore. Um, But moving towards having a conscious relationship, having a conscious friendship, having conscious interactions. Um, Know what you like, know your values, and practice acceptance of yourself and the other person, regardless of what they do. You know, I will not associate myself with someone who um, rapes women or abuses children or molests children. That is not someone that I would associate myself with. I, if I found that out about someone that I knew, they would be completely out of my life. Okay. Um, but the thing is, is that is a horrible thing that happens in this world. That is something that is not my reality and I don't have to have hardship over it. And it is sad that that does happen to other people, but you know, you can't help a starving person by starving yourself. You can't help a poor person by you being poor as well. You can't help someone in poverty when you're in poverty as well, okay? You have to be in good abundance, in higher abundance, good feelings to energetically spread these feelings of love, acceptance, uh, appreciation, um, gratitude, all of these good feelings that are peaceful. When you start feeling those ways more, you spread that energy out to you and it helps other people heal okay i don't know who came into my life or who walked by me or who you know energetically sent um, an energetic force to me to get on my healing journey but two years ago 
I was completely different in terms of my mindset, the things I talked about, um, what I liked, and my lifestyle. And within just a short period of time, I've had a boom, I would say, in change, in growth. And it's been freaking amazing. I feel really good most of the time. And yes, I still have thoughts that are unpleasant. Um, but Jesus, I have more times of feeling good than feeling bad like I used to. And a huge like important thing of feeling good is living unconditional relationships or having unconditional relationships. And this is still something I'm working on, you know? Um, back to the, the friend that I ended the relationship with, she was amazing. And again, um, we were friends for a year, a little over a year, and she inspired me in so many different ways. I learned a lot from her. I learned a lot of emotional things from her, but also sports and physical activities and lifestyle specific things. So it wasn't just a, a horrible friendship, but we did a road trip from Arizona to Alaska together. And it was literally right after I got a boyfriend who is an amazing man. I talk about him a lot on here. Uh, excuse me for uh, my text message. My phone is supposed to be on silent. Um, anyways, it was shortly before, um, like about a month before we left, and I didn't tell her up until right before our trip. And everything was fine. She's very, she was very supportive, um, but I believe I could be completely wrong. But this is my interpretation of it. Um, subconsciously, or unconsciously, deep down, she was a little jealous and a little um, envious of me because. She's had a boyfriend for four years that she constantly complains about and talks about things that she doesn't like about him. She would talk about the, the good things about him, but it was more times where she would talk about how she didn't like him and how she didn't like how he was in her life and how he treated her as a boyfriend and blah, 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 blah. Um, he was a good guy. He was okay, but I think she could have done better. And this, like, literally, since I met her, I told her that. She can find a better guy. And... Um, I'm not trying to play I'm right, she's wrong, that she, I'm a victim and that, she, you know, I was, it, this is nothing like this. But I just analyzed this recent thing. Um, you know, regardless of having someone that is so loving, so supportive to, in your life and they're amazing, the second they start treating you differently is a, a thing that is showing them that they, and you, that you have an aspect within yourself that you need to heal and that you need to soften as well as them. They need to heal or soften something. And to continue my story that I'm talking about and that I'm making up that's irrelevant to my life now, um, she started treating me differently. She became upset with me multiple times. She um, treated me as if I was an enemy, it treated me as if I was doing something wrong to her, as if I was harming her. and. I just, I don't do well with someone treating me that way. I don't do well with someone putting me down. I don't like that. I like healthy communication, healthy boundaries. And it's like, if you need space, then tell me. And, um, you know, this just went on for a couple months and it, you know, it's not her fault. It's not my fault. Nothing is, no one's wrong in this situation. It's just, um, we both tolerated a little too much and you know what I'm really glad that this happened because 
uh, it's really taught me a lot about what I will tolerate and what I won't tolerate and how to be strong and how to not take things personal because there was a lot of things that I did take personal and it wasn't personal. It was because of her own insecurities and she doesn't see the things that I see because everyone can't see the way that other people see. You know what I mean? Um, but on a pathway to consciousness, this was not a conscious relationship. Um, it just took two months to end our friendship um, because of how she treated me like shit. And I don't tolerate that. Um, yeah, I mean, I still think about the times that um, she became upset with me and how I want to defend myself. And that is, it's definitely showing me aspects of myself ways and things that I still need to heal okay I know I've said this a couple times already but it's true I am not a victim and I am not a um what's the other word victim or blah 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 whoever (laughs) I I'm not that and I'm not trying to play victim I I want to take responsibility for my feelings and when I get upset I become a slave to her okay when I do think about the past that revolves around her, I become a victim to her. And she is my master. And she is my torturer. And she's not literally doing it. It's me. I am my master of suffering. I am my torturer of suffering. Okay? I am causing this on myself. And I I just want to share this with people, with everyone who... Um, you know, feels bad in relationships and stays in relationships. You can leave the relationship. I sent her a simple text after she texted me a couple times and she kind of, I could tell she sensed that there was something up between us because we we still work together as well. Um, She gives me space though, and which is, I give her space. Um, But I texted her, hey, I don't want to be friends with you. I, or I, I cannot continue to be friends with you. And that's all I said. Um, she asked me, oh, what did I do wrong? Please tell me, blah, blah, blah. I don't remember the full text, but I did send her a long text message. And it was because of how she became upset with me. She did own up to it and I forgave her, but it kept continuing. And she treated me like I, I, I just, I don't get why people do that. I don't do this to people. I, and you know, it's like when this keeps happening to me and friends, it's something going on with me. Energetically, I'm inviting it. This relationship, this friendship was perfect. It was beautiful. It wasn't perfect. It was beautiful. And it was evolving. And um, things changed and it ended for several reasons, but it's okay. There are 7 billion people in the world. I hope she finds, um, I know she will find a good friend, but I know I'm so confident to say that I am the healthiest friend that was in her life and probably that she's ever had. And I hope that she's reflecting on just how she treated me. And the other reasons why I told her is just how unconscious she purchases things, how she doesn't care about Mother Earth. And, you know, it's like she all she does is all she I'm I'm making this a story, an unconscious story. But the evidence I would see, she would talk a lot about all of her friends, any friend that I ever met, she would talk about what she didn't like about them. And her boyfriend, she would always talk about what she didn't like about him. It's like, if you're doing this to all these people, um, what makes you think that I don't think you're doing this to me? You're probably doing this behind my back, which is fine, but that's just not, 
healthy. That's unhealthy. That's damaging to our souls. So learn to be secure within yourself. If there is insecurities or things that you don't like about someone you're in a relationship with, reflect on yourself. Think, why do I feel this way? Why is it that I'm having these judgments? And if it's truly because you don't like someone else's behavior, you need to practice acceptance of yourself and that other person. And you need to, you can stay in the relationship, you can stay in the friendship and have complete 100% acceptance of that person and compassion and yourself as well. Don't forget yourself or you need to end it. And there's nothing wrong with that. Okay. Moving on. I feel like I'm beating a dead horse right now, um, as I always do, which is okay. So the name of the podcast is brought up and how people will interpret it as, um, for, uh, maybe these girls identifying as trans, um, seeing if older generation may be seeing it as them talking about their father in an endearing way, which is not true. <laughs> and, um, I mean, some other bullshit, but you know, it's like people interpret things their own way, which is fine. Um, but people a lot of times take their interpretations and assume crap and assume bullshit. They make up stories behind it. So when your interpretations is assumptions of a story that you made up, um, it's silly. Cause call her daddy. The name of it is showing a woman or feminine energy in my eyes that is a boss ass bitch that um, is a badass dominatrix in terms of dominating their life, feeling good about themselves and knowing what they like, knowing what they don't like and being completely secure in themselves. Okay. Um, Everyone can have their own definition of it. It's fine. But um, my takeaway from that is just when you're unsure about something, do a couple things. Practice the the concept of um, mysticism, which is accepting the fact that you will never know something that you don't know, okay? Accept that. Um, you can use your imagination, of course, um, but don't assume to some bullshit that this is the a label, okay? And be creative, but... Yeah, I, I just think unconsciousness is so annoying. And when people assume bullshit, it's just fucking annoying. And that shows me I have insecurity still. <laughs> Anyways, so moving on to girls he dates versus girls he fucks, okay? Um, the girls analyze their ex-boyfriends and what they liked. Alex, she would stalk a guy online about the girls that he liked, and she would make up a story. And it's like, in terms of partnership... I um, I am so for free sex. I don't practice sleeping with multiple people, though. I practice monogamy. I practice being with my boyfriend, and that's the only person I'm sharing energy and bodily fluids with. Um, but when you're single and you're kind of open to having um, fun, consensual sex with um, multiple people or more um, pe- consistently different people all the time, that's fine. Okay, but as I always talk about, when you do this, you share your traumas, their traumas, their ancestral traumas, and your ancestral traumas, and your generational trauma, and, and all this trauma gets swapped, swapped, okay? Um, but in terms of th- 
thinking about a guy, what he, who he likes to fuck and who he likes to date, I mean, it's just super unconscious. You know, it's like, I hold no discrimination to any man. Um, if I want to fuck you, I'll fuck you. If we the opportunity does arise, you know? Um, I love all men. My specific... Uh, in terms of attraction, my specific, my specific attractions towards men, um, are tall, thick body, and I like tall, dark, and handsome. That's my favorite. But I've been with men from all over the world, and I've had a lot of fun, and I've had a good time. But, I mean, I don't want to discriminate against what call her daddy talks about or talk you know because <laughs> they talk about who he dates versus who he fucks which can be true and different for a guy even in a conscious perspective maybe a guy um would just want to casually fuck someone that was a little bit free and not attached maybe someone that he dates would be someone that is attached to him um, and even then, that's not super conscious. It's like, whoever you fuck, you can't be attached to. You can't, you can love them, of course, but don't hold their existence to your existence, to the meaning of your existence, if that makes sense. Okay? So talking about self-worth in terms of what a guy likes about the way you look, it just shows you that you need to work on your self-worth and feelings of unworthiness and worthiness. Um, stop analyzing what other girls looked like, what other people looked like for the people that he previously fucked. doesn't matter. The past is the past. Um, it's good to know your values. It's good to know what you like and what you don't like. Okay. Um, they suggest stalking men online. Okay. Having a friend that investigates someone for you, like your mom and moms are fun to involve in your dating life, but I like to um, not really involve my mom because she's very unconscious and um, she's she's traumatic. Everything's about drama, and f uh, yeah, I love my mom, but um, not buts. And that's you know that's a conditional. <laughs> Jesus, I have a lot to work on. Um, but no, don't stalk anyone online. Focus on yourself. Focus on your goals, on what you like in life. Stop obsessing about other people, okay? Obsess about yourself consciously, okay? Don't become arrogant or conceited. Become loving. Become Just learn to have inner peace. Don't feel the need to stalk people because what is truly meant for you will come into your life, okay? You cannot control the exterior forces in your life. You cannot, I mean, I take that back. Energetically, when you're in alignment, things will come in that you want. But you trying to control the situation, it, I mean, it can. It's possible for your work when you have a lot of power and money and um, just a powerful mind. You can do that. But you just got to surrender and let go and let the universe coordinate things for you. Seriously. Okay, moving on to Instagram bios, okay? Caller Daddy says they want to know what you do your career, and your location. And this is just um, for fucking purposes, okay? Um, my thing about Instagram, I see a lot of people, um, including my boyfriend. I'm like, Jesus, come on. Um, celebrities, 
a lot of people, they post the same picture like 10 times. And it can be in different, you know, angles or positions or whatever. But it's like if you're doing the same thing in the same clothes at the same moment, just do one damn picture. Unless there's a different, um, there's like a new aspect to it. See, it's like you're by yourself and then all of a sudden a monkey comes out from somewhere. There you go. Um, Yeah, just... Uh, you know, okay, Instagram is fine. I used to not care about Instagram. I didn't care to grow on Instagram at all. Um, but now I do care to grow on Instagram because I, I'm i a new entrepreneur. I'd like to start a coaching business to help people um, live a holistic lifestyle and move towards more of an earth conscious life, um, getting connected with Mother Earth. Um, and also just just spreading the word of peace because a lot of the the things that I say um, I've learned from a lot of spiritual teachers Eckhart Tolle, Satguru, Abraham Hicks, Dan Coe. Um, I mean the list goes I, I have at least eight seven or eight spiritual teachers that I listen to on a regular basis and a lot of these concepts I've learned have brought me a lot of peace in my life and help me learn self-worth, help me learn how to love myself. And, you know, I still am working on myself, um, but at this moment, I'm really good. And I would just like to spread this message of peace and just help as many people as possible find inner peace as well and start taking care of themselves and start caring about their body and really just stop, like, Technology is amazing. Technology is here for us to expand and evolve. Um, But people are so disconnected from their bodies and Mother Earth. And I want people to learn to have that connection and have good feelings majority of the time. This is why I want to grow on Instagram. And I still am learning stuff. I'm still under a thousand followers and I'd like to be at way more followers. Um, It's a surrendering aspect within myself that I need to just let go. Um, But my things are is like when I see someone with multiple pictures of the same exact scenario I'm just like oh come on get a life get something more interesting about yourself like this is extremely boring like um yeah if you're if your Instagram is you want to grow up because you have a um a construction business just post about construction stuff photography true photography stuff, your photography stuff. If you want to be a personal trainer, just post about personal training. If you want to be a dietitian, well, you know what? That's very niche focused. Um, But this is what I've learned from other people who are successful online on Instagram, who do have an Instagram specifically for the business. And they say to focus on your aspect of what you're selling, your product that you're selling, okay? Don't just post a bunch of bullshit pictures with bullshit captions that make that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't really think I'm one to talk because I am still growing online. Um, But I just did. Um, That's just my two cents. And Call Her Daddy talks about it, too. They say the same exact stuff. And I totally understand that a lot of the things that they say um, can be unconscious in terms of Instagram. But they're talking about Instagram from a perspective of getting laid, not growing your audience, and not building your portfolio to expand your business. 
okay? Keep it simple. Be authentic. Be interesting, you know? You, be boring if you want to. If you're boring, go be boring. Um, but, Jesus, I mean, I just, I wish more people were interesting in terms of, like, what they talk about and what they do. And it's, like, what they find interesting. But that's another aspect of, like, peace and consciousness. It's just, like, every single moment is amazing. And every single moment is actually, like, really great. But when you're coming from, like, a ego standpoint and you just keep posting and posting it, that's ego-driven. So just be interesting in a conscious way that is not ego-driven, if that makes sense, okay? Um, female friends, cock-blocking female friends. And girls do this because they don't want a guy um, and they don't have an easy time or they don't know how to tell him no, which is kind of sad, which is, I mean, it can be fun. It could be like a lighthearted way to let a guy down. But if a guy cannot handle you rejecting him, then he's not meant for you anyways. Would you want to sleep with someone who's that insecure? Would you want to sleep with someone who just wants to fuck you? And yeah, that, you know, that can be the case, which is fine. Um, but I don't know. I would not want someone like that in my life. I would not want to have sex with someone like that who would get upset with me turning them down for sex. Um, and even you, if you're doing that, if you're using your friend to cockbox someone, you need to learn your confidence. You need to... You can do whatever the hell you want to do. You don't need to listen to me at all. Um, but you not knowing how to communicate in a healthy way and not knowing your own boundaries is something that you got to work on yourself, okay? Okay, finally, moving on to some sex, okay? I always, you know, talk. I review everything that Call Her Daddy talks about. And I am super excited to announce that I'm going home to Arizona in... Um, 28, 29, 30. Okay, so in about four days. I'll be home in four days. So I'll get laid in four days. Super excited. And when I get home, I'm going to have sex, obviously. And I'm, my gosh, it's going to be beautiful. Um, I've been, um, I have a dildo that's like seven and a half inches long. It's pretty thick. It's not as big as my boyfriend, but um, I, it was like the, you know, the ones that were longer we're way thicker like we're huge and I was like I'm not comfortable doing that by myself um so just preparing my vagina because when I have when I go sometime without having sex my vagina goes back to the size of how I was when I was a virgin and it fucking hurts and I'm in pain for like a week and my vagina really hurts um so just preparing my body to receive my boyfriend again pretty soon which I'm super excited about. And I'm going to try all of these positions with him. Um, so the positions are, there. it's all about ass, baby. It's all about making that ass look fat, making that ass look thick. And, you know, you don't even have to have a big ass. Um, you know, I've lost a lot of weight in the past two years. And I don't know how much I weigh now. I think I'm I'm 5'3", and I'm either between 125 and 100, well, 122, 125 pounds now. Um, my ass used to be really big, but now I still have a cute little booty patootie, but it's smaller. I have way less fat on it. 
And if you're in that same position or you have that same body type where you're uh, a little mini, that's fine. All these positions will make your ass look great, okay? So the first one's child's pose. You know child's pose from yoga? So it's like that. Imagine that, but you're on the edge of the bed. You get in child's pose, chest is down. Um, chest is kind of to your knees a little bit. You're going to have your arms spread across like in a T. Rest your torso, chest. <laughs> well, that's the same area, torso and chest. Um, onto your thighs. So it's like your your um, thighs are touching your chest. And like stretch. Please exercise your body and stretch. Um, and grab the sheets when you're doing this, okay? You're going to look like an ass. That's just all you're going to look like, okay? Um, you can put your hands behind you if you want. And when he's fucking you, you can talk dirty to him. Oh my God, baby, you're so deep. Yeah, I feel a little blah, blah, blah. You can see all this stuff, nasty stuff, whatever you want. Talking during sex isn't really something I like to do um, sometimes, but it's uh, like, am I supposed to? I don't think so. I can, depending on the situation, depending on the whatever is going on, maybe. Um, oh, oh, no yawning today. Just stretching. <laughs> um, I see a lot of ums. Ums, um, ums. Excuse me. I'm just thinking about when I get home and if I'm going to even be able to handle this position. <laughs> There's some positions I can't handle because of my size, of my body, and my vagina, and the comparison to my boyfriend's penis. It doesn't always fit. And it's not because of anyone it's just anatomically he's a little bit large and I know I sound like I'm bragging I am a little bit but um just get your get a man with the dick that you like okay it doesn't have to be a big dick it can be a small dick I used to love small dicks um small dicks are a lot easier to come on okay there's nothing wrong with small dicks small dicks are awesome it's just seen socially as inappropriate which is so ridiculous it's a human fucking body. My preference is is a larger size penis in terms of society standards. Um, but yeah, having your ass up, face down, ass up. If you're bloated, it's good because then it hides your belly if you're self-conscious about that. I mean, that's what Call Her Daddy talks about. I think if you're bloated, you really just need to pass gas. And if you want to do that in private, then you can go outside or you can go to the bathroom Learn to physiologically and anatomically spread your butt cheeks without touching them. And then the gas just passes like a silent air, okay? A silent sound. Which, you know, this is something that I learned in the strip club. Well, in the strip club, it's actually it's actually a lot funner and easier to pass gas if you're gassy because the music's so loud um, and there's so many guys, it's like, no one's going to hear it, and if someone smells it, they're going to be like, oh, it's one of these guys, nasty-ass guys. <laughs> okay, so that's probably my favorite aspect of stripping is that I can fart, and I've learned to anatomically spread my butt cheeks without touching them to silently pass gas. And I physiologically have learned to pass gas that doesn't smell. So those are some definitely um, cool things I've learned from stripping. <laughs> Moving on to the other ass position, L spread. Um, Sophia talks about it. You're going to 
you're going to go up against the edge of the bed, okay? You're going to stand on one leg. The other leg is going to be spread to the side. And all of these positions they talk about, I hope these two girls are flexible. I, you know what? I don't even care what they are. I don't care what they do. But the a lot of the positions they talk about are coming from a standpoint of flexibility. And I love that. You got to be flexible. Everyone, not just ladies, men, bays, and gays, every single human being has got to be flexible. If you notice, like, majority of animals are very flexible, babies are pretty much contortionist. Because when we come to this world, we're free of pain, we're free of all these other conditions that we're taught that harden our muscles and stiffen our muscles. We are naturally supposed to be flexible. And I'm pretty flexible, but it's because I worked really hard at it and I've been stretching for about two years now and it's just getting better and better every day um, anyways back to this L shape you're up against the bed edge of the bed one leg standing one leg um, spread to the other side you place your it's your foot or your your knee on the mattress and your legs gonna look like an L you can imagine that okay um, these two positions they accentuate your ass okay men this is or they them he, she, gay, they, try whatever, buy whatever. This is your time to grab the butt cheeks, spread the ass, spread the cheeks. I fucking love when a guy spreads my ass cheeks. It just grab it and spread it, okay? Um <laughs> super hot. Um and another good time to tell him some affirmative things like affirmations. When I say affirmative, I mean affirmations. Um and yeah just be like ooh daddy or ooh whoever it is um that feels good <laughs> or be like you like that your dick is so big I can feel it all the way up in my stomach <laughs> maybe this is the reason why I don't talk dirty because I just think it's so funny I just want to start laughing um but you're going to want to arch your back when you're in this position because it's going to accentuate your butt up and um it's just super hot. I don't know. Be careful. I've had a, um, a lower spinal cord injury when I was a teenager. And as a result, I have some differences in my spine and I physically should not do back bends or arch my back. And I feel it because it hurts. Um, so just be careful with your body. Be careful with your back. Don't push it to a point where you can injure yourself. Be careful and know like your physical limits. Exercise, stretch every day, sleep every day. Make sure those are all consistent and that they're good quality, all of them. Eat a healthy diet. Eat high protein, complex carbs, a lot of vegetables, uh, good balance, fruits and vegetables. Um, when I say complex carbs, I mean quinoa, broccoli, um, whole wheat pastas, um, I mean, uh, whole, uh, brown rice. What else is there? I mean, there's a whole long list of complex carbs. I'm not thinking of everything at the moment. No sugar as well. No unnatural sugars. You can get natural sugars from fruits and chocolates, dark chocolate specifically. Um, and fats too. Almonds, cashews, walnuts, olive oil, uh, coconut oil, um, this is a healthy diet, okay? And when you have a concise, healthy diet, sleep schedule, exercise, and stretching, and meditation, you will be able to fuck in all kinds of different positions, okay? No problem, okay? So again, face down, ass up, um, 
pass gas if when you need to, when you need to. If you don't want to do that in front of your partner, you want to maintain a sexy look, step out a little bit, and that's okay. You just you need space sometimes. You can't be everything to everyone. Uh, you can't always just like every single thing about every single aspect of every single thing in life, okay? So just step outside if you have to fart, okay? Just don't do it on your boyfriend's face or your girlfriend's face unless they like it. Um, moving on to questions of the week. Number one, um, a girl looking at her boyfriend's Snapchat and found that he was cheating by his Snapchat score. A lot of, as always, a lot of these things are not questions. They're just stories. Um, you can do this. You can look at someone's Snapchat score and see if they are a fuckboy. Um, personally, I don't mess with people like this. And I think that if you're seeing all of these red flags in someone, I think you should move on. And really take some time alone with yourself and um, see what you like. And think about the partner that you would like and practice that within yourself. If you want someone to be a certain way and you're not going to do it, then you need to check yourself. You got to practice what you want in your life, okay? Um, number two, sitting outside of grandpa's house, listening to his radio tape. And a radio tape came up of saying to put a garlic clove up your butt for, or vagina for something. Um it was funny because Alex, she had a story, a true story about how she had a yeast infection for the first time when she was younger, I think when she was in college. And she researched online because she couldn't go to the hospital or get see a doctor for some reason. And she researched online about what to do. And one of them said, put a, a garlic clove up inside your vagina. And she had a lot of itching and she went to the store and did it uh, or got it and then went home and did it. And it actually did relieve her itching. Uh, and she felt really weird about taking it out, which is, you know, whatever. But, you know, there are so many natural things that you can do to heal yourself. A lot of your healing can come from within, but there are sources from Mother Earth that can heal you. Okay. Western medicine is not always the answer. I am so for Western medicine when it comes to traumas and, uh, Tra like trauma medicine saves people's lives and transform people's lives to a better life. You know, it's like I am a sur I survived the ICU myself. I survived a trauma, a phys a very grave physical trauma, uh, a couple times in my life. And without those life experiences, I wouldn't be where I am at today, and I wouldn't have the heart that I do today. I would say, um, yeah, and just being a nurse too has really shown me. And taught me a lot about compassion and just human nature in general. Um, but Western medicine is not always the answer. If your hand gets cut off, seriously, go to the hospital. They may be able to sew it back on. With today's technology, you can do that. Um, I've seen it. There was a guy that I took care of that he... What happened to his hand? I think his, hand, his arm got sawed off somehow at work or something. And they sewed it back on and because of just the connection of the, the appropriate connections of the nerves and the arterial connections within a week he was able to move his fingers do you understand the the map like i don't even know what words to use for that that's amazing like we have so much good medicine and high technology now that you can do that from a trauma you can get your limb back you can't get your head back because that's the case. You're not here anymore, which is okay. But um, Western medicine for traumas, 
majority of other medicines, natural medicines, Eastern medicine, Chinese medicine, um, are really great for healing other things. When it comes to infection, like STDs and other um, viruses like HIV, um, I definitely think Western medicine is a great approach for that too. Definitely get yourself checked out, get yourself healed. But I also believe there are natural things that can heal those things, okay? It comes from within yourself, but there are also external things that Mother Earth gives us to help us heal, okay? Number three, a comment, um, turning messages um, to red receipts, on or off. And this is like a thing that Carday talks a lot about is be manipulative, um, when you turn your red receipts on or off with someone specifically. Because when you have the red red messages on and then you turn it off, they'll make them think, oh, insecure things or whatever. It's like, do you really want to be in that kind of interaction, in that relationship where you're confused, where you're questioning things, you're questioning your self-worth, and you're worrying about if you're good enough or you're not, or they're good enough, you know? It's like all we're always analyzing how some other other person is not good enough, but you don't ever take a step back and see, reflect on yourself and see what you're doing, maybe things that you can change to improve the relationship, okay? Stop projecting your bullshit onto other people and look at yourself, okay? Moving on, number four, cheating door open and box. Okay, so this guy was cheating um, and this girl found out because she saw him cheating. He opened the door in his boxers and wouldn't let her in. Um... And thank you, Call Her Daddy, for talking about um, what to appropriately do. They said move on and get a better guy. So true. Move on. Drop the person. Stop obsessing about the person. Move on. Okay? Number five, found emails from boyfriend hiring prostitutes. Okay, so a girl was checking emails uh, in her boyfriend's email or whatever and found that he was messaging girls on Craigslist um, and soliciting prostitution stuff. Um, I mean, that's cool. You do you. And if that's your job, you do you. You be safe, please. Um, but know your values and what you want as a partner. If you don't want your partner to be sleeping with prostitutes, don't be with that person. If you're cool with your partner sleeping with prostitutes, you even engage in it, hey, that's your style. Um, be respectful. Be kind to other people. And, um... Just know the energy that you share when you sleep with someone, okay? That's all I have for this week's episode. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe. Please check out Call Her Daddy Fan Club Instagram. That is the Instagram page, Call Her Daddy Fan Club. Please subscribe um, or follow me on IG. Write me on here. um, Write me wherever. I don't even, I don't have any interaction with anyone who listens to this. So thank you for listening. Also, check out my YouTube channel, um, which I started a couple months ago. And I've been really engaged in it this past month. But it's at Jess Say. And that's J-E-S-S-S-A-E. And I talk a lot about consciousness. Talk a lot about finding inner peace. How to have healthy boundaries. How to have healthy relationships. What to do in um, times of difficulty. And um, what else do I talk about? Conflict. That's what it is. Conflict. And composting. And uh, consumerism. So check me out. Um, Yeah. Love you guys. Peace.